We had a little less conversation podcast. We'd like to let our listeners know about an excellent car buying opportunity exclusive to our show. Go see our friend Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac for all your car buying needs. And wait, it gets better. Mention that you listen to a little less conversation when you buy your car from Craig, and he will throw in a $50 gas card. That's right, people. Just for listening to our show, you'll get a $50 gas card from our friend Craig when you buy a car from him. Listen, you're going to buy a car anyways, so why not go see Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive and just say, hey, I listened to the guys on a little less conversation podcast too, and he's going to just give you 50 bucks in gas. So head on down to Summit and ask for Craig Peterson next time you're going to buy a car. Welcome back to another episode of A Little Less Conversation Podcast. I am one of your hosts today, Keith Meyer. I'm sitting alongside another co-host, Mr. Aaron Halfman. Hi. We also have Mr. Dom Foyt. Yo. And for the first time ever, we have a special guest, Mr. B. James Bosovic. Woo! First friend of the podcast. First right. friend of the podcast. All, all right. right. I like that. I'm putting that on my resume. <laughs> you are now. We'll see when we love it. Yeah, that's true. Good call. Good call. Um, just a quick note. Jim is on the podcast mainly because he sat through all the terrible podcasts that we, did that we didn't release. He was the guy that listened to them. And, that we uh, haven't released yet. Yeah, that we yes. haven't released yet. Did we have terrible ones? Yeah. Yeah, we, we haven't yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jim suffered through them all, and for for that, we're going to reward him with there the first guest host spot on the, uh, on the show. Did you write it all? Yeah, lucky him. It's historic. Historic, right? Um, so today we're going to go with a, a sport-related topic, and it's uh, one that's kind of near and dear to some of our hearts, and that is, should college athletes be paid? I'm going to defer to Mr. Hafman, who actually has a child currently playing college sports, so he's probably got the best current perspective on this. Compared to the rest so? of us. Yeah. Where are you going? I think they should get paid. <laughs> The end. There you go. Done. All right. Shortest podcast ever. All right. Hey. So uh, thanks well, for thanks for joining us. That was good. Yeah. Done. <laughs> you gonna close this out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, not yet. Not quite. Yet. All right. Okay. Do you have any like? I, I figured you were gonna say that they should get paid. Um, I don't know. I'm where not I... saying they need to get paid like you know, like a. Huge yearly wage. You don't have to make like thirty grand a year, forty grand a year. But I don't see anything wrong with them making a couple hundred bucks a month. Something for them to go out and buy food, some clothes. Well, and they did just, like that. just recently, like in the last three years, they increased the stipend for I know D one athletes. I don't think it's D two and D three yet, but they did bump that up in the last like three four years, like up like almost I want to say like a thousand dollars. Yeah. So they're they're trying, but it's not you know. It's a hard thing because you see, you know, say Nick Chubb from, you know, from college football, you know, he sells his jerseys everywhere. It's making the college two, three million dollars and right. he sees an extra thousand a month. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, D2, you're not going to see that. Yeah, you're not going to see so, any of that. No, there's no way. That's, that's more visual care. Nah, well, not, not, not trying to be I know, I get it. But, but 
people really don't care what once you get done with these movies. Right. Right. Okay. I, I'm torn on this one. I, I, I did play some D3. And let me tell you, I was broke for four years. <laughs> and we got nobody, we got no scholarships. Uh, I mean, there were ways they worked around that. They gave you work study jobs that were pretty much BS work study jobs. But they give other people work study jobs that are pretty much BS work study jobs too, so it's not like they're just doing it for the athletes. I, I guess my question is well, first of all, where do you stand for it? When I went into this, I was kind of on the fence. I didn't really know how it was going to come out. And then I did some digging and I came up with an article that is actually one of the better articles I found that actually argues against. It's not totally against paying them, but it brings up the issues that are going to happen if you do start paying them. Part of the problem is that you have so many programs right now that already don't make money. There, there's only like 20 yeah. programs that are in the black. I right saw now. that, like in the Big 12, like Michigan State lost money last year. Right. Like they like $12 million they were So, not, so now you're going to be paying these guys money, yeah. even, even if it's like you said, say, let's say $10,000 for a season. Okay, you got programs that are already losing money. That's not paying them is not going to bring necessarily bring more money in, unless they can end up getting better players. But even that's going to create problems for all for all the other colleges. You're going to have kind of the same thing you have in baseball right now, where only certain colleges can afford to pay their players and be up on top of the of the ranking belt every year. I want to comment on that though. I know you're saying about certain programs lose money, certain schools lose money. However, the NCAA last year made $1.06 billion. $1.06 billion is what the NCAA profited off these kids that are making absolutely nothing. Well, yeah. Okay, because I, 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 I believe in the number. I do not think, I, I think they, they're, they're taken advantage of. I think they don't get what they're worth. But I also think that fiscally, the numbers don't match up. Because I looked into that, because that's all I looked into was just the numbers. And you're right, 1.04 billion dollars, but 560 million of that went back to the D1 schools to pay for scholarships. So like, and then you know, like it breaks down from there. You know, like with you know facilities and you know all those other things. Like, it's it's a tough line. Like numbers wise, I think if you tried to break it down, like if you took the 460 thousand Division One athletes, every every single D1 athlete, and took the one billion dollars, you're talking like three grand after taxes. That's what they would make. Like, and then if you pay them, you, you can't give them a scholarship then, right? Yeah, you run into problems with that. Then and if you pay them, you've got to, like, taxes, um, you got to pay taxes. Because right now, they're considered basically um, like a non-profit. A right? non-profit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not exactly the same as a, as a, as a regular non-profit, but it's classified as a non-profit. And they've, are, they've been talking to the courts because there could be a problem if you start paying for them. They might not qualify for that. Yes, that's actually what this article was about. Right. It's about the court, the court filings on all this stuff. That's that's gonna. I mean, it was written actually in February, so it, um, I'm not sure where it is up to date at, at this point. But uh, it raises a lot of questions. I mean, it's not going to be just as simple as say, okay, we're going to give them some money. There's going to be have, have to be a lot of things you're going to have to go through in order to make this happen. If it if it is actually going to be able to be done. What school did you say? Lost money. Uh, Michigan, yeah, State? Michigan State. I have here. It said last year they are 20, 2016, Michigan State's revenue was one hundred and four million dollars, and their expenses were one hundred and seven million dollars. Correct. So they lost three million dollars in college. Now, don't get me wrong. There's like Michigan was one fifty seven revenue, and then they spent one forty two. 
So they were they're up fifteen million or whatever. Is that the entire athletic department or is that this is the big yeah, this is sports. This is what this is what their athletic department brought in for the power five conferences. Okay. And I looked up Big Ten because I was you know, we all know the Big Ten, it's our conference. And so I was curious. And then, you know, like you said, the disparity, Michigan made 157 million last year, Purdue made seventy one. So if you're paying athletes, yeah. you know, if you're saying, Hey, all right, you know, happen your kid plays football, I can give your kid Four hundred thousand dollars, or you know, and the argument you said is that you already kind of have that without sure. being paid. Oh, of course, because yes, let's face it, the, the oh yeah, yeah, colleges that are successful year in year out are going to constantly keep oh. getting the better players. Because, yeah, so the facilities are better. The right. yeah, exactly. I agree. It still amuses me that they lost money. I, 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 I was surprised when huge, I saw it as well. Huge program, yeah, like. If you had to pick ten college programs, just in general, sports-wise, they're good at football. They're great at basketball. Yeah, but look at some of the trips. Like I, I know basketball more than I know football. I don't really follow college football very closely. No, but look at some of the trips their their basketball program goes on. Oh gosh, yeah. And so they lost three million in twenty sixteen or whatever. But sure. I'd, be curious, I'd be curious to go back and look at their oh, their finances over the years. Oh, I'm sure. sure they're way ahead than what they're behind. Like. Yeah, I'm sure they have some years where they're up and yeah. and they figure it out. But I just thought I I couldn't believe a program that big was losing. But, but if you but I guess the point is that yeah. that, that billions of dollars that's that's being created is not mm. necessarily resulting in a huge amount of money. But this is going up just with the schools or individual schools, right? Right. That yeah. still doesn't that still doesn't equate for the one point zero six or four or whatever it is billion dollars that the NCAA makes. Right, but 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 didn't he say that that's going back in? Yeah, half, yeah a little more than half of that, that is going back to the university. Okay, so. first got. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to guess that the NCAA is going to be willing to give a whole lot of money. No, that's, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's still like $440 million that they're doing. You know, some of it is to first facilities for like, you know, the tournaments, the NIT, the NCAA. Um, I was surprised. Like, if you had to guess which of the billion dollars, what brought in the most amount of money, like, I would have thought like the college BCS would bring in a lot of money. It was barely like fifty million dollars. Like the NCAA tournament for the men was bringing in like nine hundred and forty million dollars. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. There's so many more games. But I mean, like, I just couldn't believe that like college football championship. That's a big thing. And I couldn't believe how little it brought in for them. Yeah, that is kind of surprising. I, that long. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, I thought that no, I had to look it up twice. The so, so my question is, why do we always assume that that they have to be paid? If they're going to get paid, why do they have to be paid by the schools or the NCAA? See, here's my problem. First of all, most D1 scholarships, I know, I don't know what D2 or scholarships, but most D1 scholarships have a clause in there where you can't work yeah. while you're on scholarship during the school year. So you have no ability to get a gun, okay? You're getting your school paid for it, and room and most of your room and board, I would think, for D1. Yep. I don't know what D2 is yet. I, I know I had a D2 offer, and I think they paid like 85% or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, But, like... Why does the NCAA limit them on? Why can't they go and sell their autograph? Why can't they make money off of their name? Like Olympic athletes do this all the time. They get they get sponsorships. Sure. They can sell it. That's actually what what I have down as, as maybe something in the middle. They could come to agreement on is that they go open to a sponsorship. You'd have to cap it off at some point because otherwise it would go crazy. And, you, and also yeah. you got these got these kids yeah, that are bigger than, than the school. Yeah. Well, so why can't they? What's the reason that they can't do it right now? Because you know, it's, it's an NCAA well, rule violation. Basically, the NCAA wants all the student athletes to be exactly the same. Yeah, but I, I think that that would be something that the NCAA is going to have to look at in order to make this feasible. Like you said, otherwise the numbers just don't work out. Where you're going to have 
schools that are going to be in massive amounts of debt because they're already in debt. Well, I mean, keep up with like the Bamas and schools like that. Like right. schools like you know smaller ones. Ole Miss is going to have to overdo yeah. it mean, because they yeah. can't keep up. Bama makes yeah. Northern Illinois. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Not, yeah, they're going yeah. to have a hard time, but they're already having a hard time. Sure. It's going to make it worse. Yeah, you're right, and I agree. And that's why the, the Olympic style of doing this. So would you would you allow the college athlete to hire an agent to proctor all of that like no. sponsorshipy stuff? So the kid themselves, like the, yeah, because eighteen year old, and, and, and like Floyd said, you're going to have to cap it out anyways. Sure, you're not going to have like let's pretend LeBron James went to college. Well, he got a ninety million dollar Nike contract the second he signed, second yeah. he was drafted in the NBA. Yeah. You can't have that at college level. No, and you're going to have to limit some of the sponsors because some of these colleges have shoe company sponsors already. Yeah. And if you're if you're in a, if you're a Nike school, you're not going to let your guy sign with Adidas and wear Adidas on your Nike. Nike's not going to allow it. Right. Sure. So you're going to run into the Dream Team One, where you have people wearing yeah, American yeah. flags because they yeah. were they but, weren't sponsored but by. But they Reba. could allow them if you're if you're a Nike school. Nike could offer to give that player their own shoe, basically, for a sponsorship deal. You know, and. Really, Nike's going to love something like that because if you've got one of those up-and-coming players like that, that's that's already kind of a household name, they're going to get a, a sponsorship deal for peanuts compared to what they usually pay out. And, and that's why I think you have to limit the, the shoe deals. Well, and if you're a shoe company, what's easier for you though to give the head coach twenty million dollars and say make your whole team wear this, or to try to pay individual guys hoping that they become something? Like I think for like for for shoes, it's easier to give. You know, Coach K, $20 million and say your whole team wears these, then to hope that Marvin Bagley Jr. turns into something and then you pay him a. But the problem you're going to run into with all of this is you're going to have these shoe companies giving these coaches extraordinary contracts. Wow, they already are. But think about it. Okay. Best recruit in high school, whoever it is, right? Yeah. He's probably going to do it, but whoever it is. um, Think about it though. If if Duke's a Nike school, if Nike wants the best recruit in the country to come play for a Nike school, well they're gonna say, Hey Coach K, go get this guy and then tell him this. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna offer this guy a huge contract. Well, now now you're starting to become a professional playing college sports and that's what that's what you're trying to avoid. So like you're gonna have to limit first of all the amount of money they can have. Otherwise, they are going to be bigger than the school, they're going to be bigger than the coach. And yeah, it's going to result in a lot a lot more um, off-the-court issues than you already have. Well, and that's why I think they stopped letting that happen in the university, because it was like, I mean, I think of like Texas University and all the money that happens around that and all like the boosters. I mean, you know, that, there's going to be a level of corruption if you let, you know, say Keith owns a car dealership that makes a ton of money in Texas and he wants Texas football to be great. Okay, I'll give this kid X amount of money, you know, out of high school, and then tell him he's got to go to Texas so that my alma mater can be great. And then you know, and then you you know, feature him for two seconds at a commercial. He waves. Look, I paid him for two seconds in my commercial. You know, what I mean, like that's why it became illegal because you know, boosters and things like that were giving kids you know, hand over fist money. You know, back in the day. Yeah. No matter which direction that they end up going in this, they're going to have to figure out a way that is going to be able to be, to be policed. But that's the problem right it's now. It's really hard. I it, agree. It's, it, it's, it's going to be a difficult thing no matter which way they do it. So are we all in consensus that they should get paid or be able to make money in some way or another for playing college sports? 
I don't, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with making money, but I, I, I think it should come through the, through the sponsorship. I agree. I think blaming college, like the NCAA, um, and blaming college, like the colleges themselves, I don't think you're going to be able to win that because, of the, like I said, the numbers just don't. Because I came across the 11 billion number. Did you guys see that number? That like, if you counted up all the money that colleges make in college basketball, football, those things from like ticket sales and jersey sales, it's like 11 billion dollars. So. That's like outside of what the NCAA makes. It's just how much all the colleges everywhere bring in because of sports. But even that, like if you broke it down, it, it doesn't pay for a, a scholarship at Duke because it was like thirty-five or forty thousand dollars, and it costs seventy-six thousand dollars a year to go to Duke. So Is like, that it? yeah, that's all. That's, that's why you know. That's why some of the times, like you see, you know, like don't get me wrong. You go to Madison, you pay like eight thousand. It does. The fall and <laughs> do nothing on. You know, wine along. Um, it's a class there at hers. Speaking of tripping, there you go. Nice. Just point to something. It's not a video podcast. <laughs> it's my Michael Jackson Pepsi. Nice. Remember when he tripped and fell down the steps? I remember when his hair lit up. But the same. It was the same. Same issue. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. I only remember that. I wanted a cherry Pepsi, by the way, but then I saw Mike on this. I'm like. <laughs> but what do you think? Okay, what do you think of the idea of the Power Five conferences like creating their own deal, like separating from the NCAA and then doing their own thing and then being able to pay the players that way? Because they're the ones making all the money. You know, like don't get me wrong, like Southern Wichita State is making is in Division One, but they're not making any money. Like, okay, but how do you handle that? Like for basketball, you just get rid of the NCAA tournament, or are they but just not going to play? It's just the Power Five. So you're going to have 64 teams for five conferences? I, maybe. I just think that's been a thing that they've talked about, them seceding from the NC2A and then doing their own thing. The problem with that, and it's concerning the, the NCAA tournament, is that you're kind of giving up on the, uh, the oh, Cinderella story. Yeah, you give up and on the You're going to lose a lot of people. Sure. They won't have, that the NCAA tournament's going to be without the power five conferences. That's what you, you're, like, your NCAA championship isn't yeah. going to have default power five if they, if they Right. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're losing yeah. the, the big guys against the little guys and, and everybody rooting for the underdogs. I mean, let's face it, there, there's a ton of people out here. That's the only reason they watch the NCAA. Oh, sure. Because they want to see the underdog win. But um, you, yeah. There's your, your diehard uh, college sports guys that want to just watch it because it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. College, college basketball. It's just an argument being made by big schools because they're sick of like dragging along Florida Gulf Coast and paying for them. You know what I mean? Like they are. I've heard, I've read that article a couple of times on a couple different places. It's just, I don't think it's going to happen. It's more of a college football argument than like basketball. Because really, like the I could see it happening in football. I don't think the, I don't think the whole school succeed. I but I, but I could see power by football catches. So it would make more sense in football. In football, for sure, you have yeah, every year that's a perennial. perennial. Teams that yeah. are there every year. I mean, there's no small teams that are coming up with them. They gave them rings. They bought their own rings. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad one. And having banner outside that there's national champions. God, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. Slaughtered. Can you imagine that team out there against Bama? Just you know, why, does it, why, does it, why don't they set that up? Yeah. Let them play. Uh, apparently, Bama wouldn't. UCF water too. Why yeah. would well, yeah. have to There's no upside. You don't get any money out of it. You're not getting any. Oh no, you make money. Oh, out they of have it. to make money. Well, yeah. I guarantee you, ESPN would throw big time dollars out of it to air. Oh, yeah. Any any network. Yeah. I mean, 
So I just like a regular ski season game though, like do it like you know. No, I think just start. I'm, I'm, I'm saying right okay. now, basically. Okay. All right. Because there's yeah, there's yeah, there's that debate. You know, not much of a debate really, yeah. but <laughs> but there are two sides to it. You know, you what if she was undefeated? Go for it. Or you see, sorry. Yeah. Or the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> They're undefeated. The the they have no opponent. I mean, the UFC is winning every pay-per-view. It's awesome. But I think, so I think we all kind of came to kind of the same consensus here. Maybe a little bit different viewpoints on how to get there. I, I just have one question, though, and I'm going to be 100% honest. The only problem I have is once these kids start making money, are they still are they still college basketball players or football players or, or are they professional athletes? Like Olympics, they say they're they're amateurs, but let's be honest. Michael Phelps makes more money yeah. than yeah, most. I'd, yeah, you know I'd what I'm saying. He, he never he never technically had a job, but yeah, he makes money. Yeah, he's well, making money. Yeah, lots of money. Think, but, think of the picture up there. One that was. But but you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> you, Derailed your whole argument. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is what I do. Nice. Well done. But you know what I mean? Like, Michael Phelps is, I'm guessing, a millionaire more than one time. Yeah, you can't call him an amateur. Yeah, but he... I know he is, but like... He never had an actual job. Yeah. Like, his job was to be an amateur swimmer for the Olympic team, but he had so many endorsement deals and... But you know, what, you know why they're called amateurs? Because at one point you had to be an amateur to be in the Olympics. That's the only reason they're called amateurs. They they well, live, die, and breathe that sport, whatever sport they're in. Is well, there professional swimming? I mean, I know they have tournaments all the time, but I, I imagine those tournaments are like world championships. I don't know if there's like league. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know either. I don't know. You know, like I know there's volleyball league. And there's a lot of. I'm other sure leagues, he doesn't compete in them. If there I is, I can't imagine. I think I, they I don't make, imagine him being in a professional swim league. So if he swims in like the world championships in you know, Europe or whatever. Yeah, does he make any money from swimming in that or does he just win yeah, medals and, and, and then you sponsorships? Make, you make money when you win when you win medals in the Olympics too. Like you get paid for a Yeah, I suppose. Like that, Europe, that might could be. <laughs> or rubles, you know, just bam, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, without, okay, you say we that bring that brings a good analogy in though. Like is is making, you know, paying college athletes kind of like making marijuana legal. Like you know, like it's just like it's it's going to happen. Kids are going to take money under the table, so why not just let's bring it above the table and make it legal? You know, is it would it be better that way if you could see the transactions, even though they're still going to happen? You know what I mean? Because like we're not all dumb to, to assume that kids aren't taking money more than they're supposed to, right? No, but if you look at the NCAA rules, like if somebody gives you twenty five bucks because you're a basketball player, you yeah. just broke the NCAA rule, like yeah. But if, I'm talking like like if you compete in a basketball tournament where the to pay all this money and you win, you lose a year of eligibility. Like it's it's crazy when you look at these rules. Like when I was in college, I had to stop playing in a backyard tournament because the winner won like thirty five bucks. And I'm serious. If I would have got caught doing that, and you know, there's some dick that's going to find out when you win that they're going to call the NCAA and say, "Hey, this guy just won some money playing in a basketball tournament." Yeah, or these days posted somewhere. Yeah. So I have a question. Were you winning? Uh, I played in it one time when I was in high school, and I did win. Yes. And then I went to college and I couldn't play. Yeah, I just want to make sure people knew all things. It wasn't because you were losing the thing. Stop playing. No, I, I played in it one year and I won. Uh, I got a good friend that I'll tell you about it because he was on the team that would be twice in the finals because it was the best of it was the best of three or best of his double elimination. And they had lost and we did, so we had beat them twice in the finals and we won back to back games. Was it five on five? Three on three. Oh. 
I was just wondering if you were better than our team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we were pretty damn good. I actually won more games in the finals than that <laughs> than what we did this year. So. <laughs> no, we won two. Buddy. We went two. We won two. In my head, we won, won two games. <laughs> oh, we won two, and unfortunately, one of them you got to go six of eight from the three point line in order to. Yeah. So I guess that's my biggest question, and you're right about the bringing it above the table because it would there would be a hell of a lot less rule violations. Well, and you wouldn't see the stupid stuff like Reggie Bush took, I don't know how much money when he was at USC, and then they didn't catch him until after he was gone. Yeah, so they just they then, the titles. Yeah, and then they punish the kids who are there, which is the They did the same thing with the Fab with the Fab Five. Yeah, it's Michigan. just dumb. Like, don't don't tell me Michigan didn't make it to the finals two years in a row, because I know they yeah, did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like don't, don't tell me that you're gonna vacate those losses. Know, that doesn't mean yeah. anything to me. Yeah, you would avoid that. And, and the other thing you'd avoid is you'd avoid the um Calipari. Oh where, my gosh. Every uh, school he was at, he leaves with the school in some sort of violation, and then he gets to go on and coach somewhere else oh, yeah. where they don't have any violations, and he gets to recruit all the same guys using the same methods that are all going to go pro one year later, and eventually, now that he's at Kentucky, he's going to get caught paying players. It's going to happen. He's going to leave. Kentucky's going to be under some sort of NCAA sanction, and they're not going to be able to play in an NCAA card for, for four years. It's what happens with guys like that all the time, yeah. and you'll eliminate yeah, it also happened with, uh, what's his name, the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, Carol. Carol. yeah that was the biggest yeah. jerk move in the history. Yeah. Because yeah. he got busted and immediately left. Yeah. And let the other coach and those teams that was not for the worst. Of course. But, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you'll, you'll avoid all of that. Because, again, yeah. don't tell me that USC didn't win a national championship with Reggie Bush. Like, you can't just take those losses away and say that no. nobody won a national championship that year. <laughs> Which you I think is great. <laughs> No one. It's a, like, it's a um, weird season. I'm officially claiming it right now. <laughs> yes, I won go. the national championship. <laughs> We're giving it to you. It's yours. Sweet. All you. Congrats, by the way. I hope you don't look into those sentences. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Let's be honest, Floyd. If you were on that team, you were definitely paying somebody to get on that team. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! I turned it down. You got I turned it down. That's so much. Dude, it's just—it's a tradition. It's just right? I, yeah, I was gonna say. We I don't know that this is an official podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just iPhone. Actually, I don't. We know mm-hmm. this. We know you are. Did you catch, did you catch the real quick humble <laughs> brag right there? Oh, that's my <laughs> new <laughs> iPhone X. It's so fancy. I don't know what's going on. If I had an iPhone 6s, it would be fine. <laughs> Hey, nice. That's a, that's a collector's item at this point. Oh, shit. I should probably do it back. Yeah. Yeah. You got that there now? Are we, are we turned down? I, it's been turned down. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> who's texting you right now? Oh, it's just just my wife. She okay. wanted to know if okay. I was going to be home for dinner. Can, can I see, did, did you not tell her that we were going to my house to do a podcast today? Yeah. We didn't talk about dinner. This guy, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yep. So I guess we're all kind of in agreement on this one, which is kind of weird. It is kind of weird because I really thought there was going to be. Trust me, I could have brought up some points that would get you guys fired up, but I really don't want to. Well, because the person who hasn't weighed in the most on this is happening. You've weighed in the least amount on here, and this this would affect you the most, correct? Like, do you, do you agree with us? It should be like the Olympics, because if that's the case, you're 
probably not going to get any money for your son. The <laughs> <laughs> drain on his table. That's my thought right there. There you go. Because, and I know where the NCAA is coming from. They, they really, like, your big time schools would be, afford, be able to afford to get the players. But your smaller schools, like, sorry, D3, you're not going to make a dime. Like, I'm sure that our, our athletic yeah. uh, department at UW Oshkosh lost money every year. I'm sure of it. Because just to pay for travel for the places that we went, I don't know how we would have made that money out. And then you throw in, like, gymnastics. I'm sorry, I went to a gymnastics meet. I had to work it because that was part of my work study job. And, and you volunteered. Yeah, that's why yeah. you were there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but no, that brings up a good point. Like if, if yeah. you have all these sports, you got football, baseball, basketball, wrestling, gymnastics, golf, whatever they have. How do you water polo? Water polo? <laughs> I have, I used to tell everyone I played water polo back in school. Did you actually play it? No, I never effing lived one in the pool ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if they were gonna go and they were yeah, gonna start paying the players. How would you do that? How would you divvy up? Because obviously something like gymnastics is not going to bring you the yeah. same amount of money. That... Jim, your phone. <laughs> no, nice try, nice try. But no, I agree. I, that's why I don't like the argument that like the NCAA should be paying them more. Because like the numbers don't play out. Like you don't like there's too many people. So, you know, from golf to what name, name it, you know, like every other sport that there is. There's there's four hundred and sixty thousand college athletes playing division one sports right now. Even if you had the eleven billion dollars, you took all of that and you said, "Screw facilities, forget coaches, forget all that maintenance stuff," and you gave that money, that you're still not making enough money to go to Duke. If you, if you, because it's too many people, it just is. It's the number is too big, which is why I don't like blaming the end. Like, oh, the NCAA made this amount of money. Well, yeah, but they're also distributing that, and you can't get everybody their fair share. The thing I want to point out here is that. The system that we've all talked about would be basically the Olympic system. Yeah, the sponsorships. You're, you're only going to be paying your top 2% of your athletes. Oh, yeah. You know, 98% of the student-athletes aren't going to make a dime. And yeah, the ones that's... that need it the most, because these guys are eventually going to go pro, they're going to get their money. You know what I'm saying? The top 2% sure. generally go pro, they're going to get their money. The ones that need it the most aren't going to see a dime. Like, I'm sorry. You know, the Oshkosh, I would have had a hell of a time finding a sponsorship. I was the... I was in the starting five, but I was probably the fifth best player in my starting five for three years. Like, <laughs> okay, so that changed my life. Oh, look at that! Uh, <laughs> boom! Wow, that was quick. I know. You're saying that, that those are the guys that needed the most, and I, I agree with you there. But student athletes are the only ones that needed the most at that point. Okay, I know where you're going to go with this. Anyone in college at that point. However, student athletes don't have time for a job. Oh, uh, guess what? My daughter's in college right now. She's going to be able to work maybe four hours a week next year because she has to be on a job training. It doesn't get paid. Yeah, I was saying, is she on a scholarship? No. Is she getting $6,000 a year for room she, and board? I wish. Those are all yeah, things no. that you get on a scholarship. Okay. That, that, I, I that is one of my biggest problems with, with, with this whole thing. Is that, and, and I understand that the athletes are primarily the ones that are bringing the money into the college through all this. But they aren't the only ones. I mean, you go down to uh, UW Madison. What is UW Madison uh, famous for? Their band, which I understand. Not 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 only the band, but they have a huge medical college. 
If you're some of the brightest medical people, you don't think that world. medical college is making money? They probably, that's and what I'm saying, they are. And you don't think the students that are entering there are, aren't getting paid? I bet they are. Are they? I bet they I are. I can tell are. you this, I got a nephew who was just working an internship at uh, an insurance company, and he was making more money an hour than I was. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get where you're coming from where not every internship's going to pay you, but some of them do and some of them pay very well. And my nephew just, just got out of college and he's got a job where he's making straight pay more than more than twice what I'm making right out of college. I guess the argument comes down to, do you pay the person who, so, so let's just say the two of you, you know, Keith and Happen here, both play college football at Wisconsin, okay? And Happens is starting running back, you know, 44 touchdowns, 2,000 yards, it's awesome. And you're the right tackle, okay? All right? Well, his jersey is selling. You're making Madison hand over fist. And don't get me wrong, the right tackle is a really important guy, but no one's buying his jersey. So you're the one making the school the money. Shouldn't he get more money then? Like, I get it that you're struggling, but you're not making them money. And, and in the idea of paying college athletes, you're talking about paying the ones that are probably bringing in most of the revenue. I mean, that was the, always the, the Jalen Rose argument or, and, and Chris Weber. They would walk down the street and see their name on all these jerseys at all the stores and be like, I got a hundred bucks, you know, a month to buy, you know, whatever I want. And meanwhile, that jersey is a hundred dollars all by itself. Do you pay the people who make the money or you do even, you know, you profit share? I guess that's the dilemma. That, it, it will, what we've decided is a good idea would be that you're going to pay the people that are making the money. So my point is those people are going to make their money anyway. Probably, like, but like, I mean, I know that the running joke is the Shaq make more money in high school, in college, or <laughs> yeah, in the NBA. But like, if you pay Shaq in college, he's going to make a hundred times that sure. with his first NBA contract. But does he go? Does do it? Does someone like LeBron go to college because he can make a little bit of money there and do it there and then go to the NBA? I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I understand I don't know. you're saying yeah, you might yeah. draw more athletes to play college Maybe. sports. I don't know. And, Especially given the consideration of uh, these guys are one injury away from having no career. Oh, oh sure. So if you can go to college and get at least some money, something maybe, and, and, and actually get some college in. So in case you do okay. have that injury, you have something to fall back on. Yeah, my argument on that though is you don't go to college if you don't have to. If you're, if you're going to get paid millions of dollars to play professional sports, you go get paid millions of dollars to play professional sports. Because if you get hurt and you want to go back to college, you still should be able to afford. Scholarship or no? Like, if LeBron James got hurt right now, just, yeah, just okay. okay. Just because the dude decided why he goes in every city was in, like, that just you know you got to have some sort of money management. He's but got some money somewhere. He's okay. I think he's yeah, he gets right. no place. Yeah, <laughs> that that could possibly be. <laughs> he left in his pocket in the last city. So, uh, so you think that the players that are bringing in the most revenue for the teams? Should get paid more than the rest. Is that well, well, if you're talking about getting, yeah, if you're talking about getting sponsorships, no one's sponsoring right tackle guy. Although you know they're sponsoring halfback who yeah. is a face. And, and, and no one's sponsoring D three guy or T two no, guy. Right. Well, but there might be because when you get down to D three, you have local areas. The local you know pick and save might sponsor a guy to promote. You know, yeah, because like when you, yeah, when you broadcast you're, you're, or something yes. like that, it's, they're not making a ton of money. No, but, but they may, might make two hundred bucks. Because like when you were at UW Oshkosh, Rudy was a pretty big name. Rudy, Rudy yeah. was pretty huge. His name was all he was. A, he was a he was an All American, right? Yeah. Okay, I could see a car dealership paying a local celeb guy, you know, a little bit of <laughs> and money. That's, hey, that's kind of why I, I, I thought of the yeah. sponsorship. It, yep. it 
DC yeah, might not going to Yeah, Brad, 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 Brad was a huge name. Yeah. But they might get something. And that, I mean, something better than that. Yeah. You're right. I'm telling you, number five guy in the starting lineup isn't getting shit. No, you're not getting it. No. <laughs> Maybe you get like the big and tall store calling you and yeah. be like, hey, we dress this guy. You know, yeah. we're the biggest guy in the team. He, he would make an outstanding model, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I got space for radio. There you go. I thought that was my line. <laughs> awesome. All right. I guess we're going to yep. wrap this up. Um, uh, I'd like to thank Poltops for using your music once again. Check them out at poltops.com. Um, you can check us out at Little Less Conversation Podcast. Our email is a little less conversation podcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, a little less conversation podcast. Twitter, a little less con one. Um, I'd also like to thank Jim for jumping in with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jim. And uh, everybody, have a good day, and we'll catch you next time.